I'm inviting you to join me for one of my favorite classes that I'm hosting the third week of June, how to plan, create, and execute a month of social media post in one day. Now, I have to tell you, this is my absolutely favorite class because people get results in real time, and it's been over a year since I've hosted it. Now, even if you've attended this class before, you're going to want to register for it because the team and I have completely revamped the class, and if you attend live, you're going to have the chance to win a private one-on-one coaching session with me. Yes, you and me in a coaching session. So learn how to create 30 days of content so that social media can be one of the easiest things you do for your business, not the hardest. Save your seat at jasminestar.com forward slash plan content. Or if it's easier, just send me a DM on Instagram and I will personally send you that link. Y'all know that I respond to my DMs. Now let's get started with the show. Yeah. <laughs> test one, two, test one, two, one, two, oh, one, two. Oh, he's got a hot 100 one, two, voice. One, That's what he has. The 85 and 80 just Here we go. <laughs> New York City. Yeah, mic check one, two, oh, one, two. Welcome to the Jasmine Star Show, where we talk about life, business, and everything on the in-between. This is back with our co-host series, Marcus A., Player Murphy. Wow. That's what, that's what hey, we do. Player. Yeah, yeah, no one's ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do I get? He gets, he gets Player Murphy. Yeah, yeah, I'll give really you all of you your nickname at the end. Y'all, we are joined by Billie Jean. Now, here's the thing with Billie Jean. Mm. We met years ago. Yeah, we were a part of a mastermind mm-hmm. here in LA. And I got to see you up close. And mm. then I got to see who you are online. Mm. And it's beautiful to see that who you are offline and online are the same thing. Thank you. I'm very happy that Wait, can we I get- pause? Because that, that is the compliment that I appreciate the most. Okay. Because I never want anybody to meet me and be like, you're different. So that, I, you just made my day. And yeah. what, Thank you. Okay, that's well, better that, than Marcus Player. I'll, no, I'll, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Stamos <laughs> on camera, Gene. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'll Doesn't have the same ring on yeah, the frame. Yeah, no, hey, well, let's stick with it. Let's stick with it. So one thing that I'll, I, I will do to up-level it is- I wanted you to be on the show. Well, Marcus curated the, the guests. And so he made a list and I was like, I really want Billy to be on the show. What, yeah. what were you going to say? What no, I was just going to say that the same thing that you take as a compliment is exactly why we are so tight. Mm. Like it's the reason why, like, you, you know how you look for people in this world and just in our world, authenticity is tough, bro. Yeah. It's really hard to find. And so when I sit around and I look at people, are you like saying Jack, there's a lot of fake people in the industry, bro? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lots of fake. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, I think you guys totally vibe. And the reason why I really wanted this conversation is because you're the same person in that yeah. way. Yeah. Also we do business different, like really different. And so that's where I want to start first and foremost, because we will get into origin story. But first, people are listening to a podcast and they want to know what's in it for me. Yeah. How am I going to learn? What am I going to do? And so, Billy, you came in and you're like, how do I serve best? And I'm like, be 100, Mm -hmm. share the real deal. And then, like, let's talk about action steps. Like, people want to, like, take action. So, in a recent Instagram post, you mentioned that you make a handful of quality content pieces. Yes. uh, Just a handful. And then you run paid ads. To those things. And so people are like, that sounds like the dream. <laughs> I do a few key things <laughs> yeah. and then put money behind it. Like, how did we get there? And what is your firm belief about it? Because it's super different than what I do. It is. So let's address that is there is no right or wrong. It's just what's for you. Right. So I think we're on the same page there because, yes. you know, like you said, different approaches, but probably same beliefs. Both care about helping people. Like, so we probably have a lot of similarities, but our route together is different. So take me. Let me tell you what I don't want to do. 
I don't want to post 12 times on Instagram. I don't want to comment back to a single person. I'm playing Xbox with my daughter, going to her basketball games, chilling with my fiance, hanging out with my friends and family, like posted up in San Diego and La Jolla. I drive a golf cart around and I play tennis off. That is exciting to me. Like that's what fulfills me. And at the same time, while I'm doing that, I still fulfill my, what I believe is a duty, which is to help other people. And I do that with advertising. So what you just mentioned is it's not that, first of all, posting a million times a day, I should be doing. It would reach more people. It would make more money. I literally just don't want to. Like, I just, I just enjoy, like, just doing me. So I, I don't want to knock it because if you're hearing this, you should do it. But if you're <laughs> as stubborn as I am, then here's the game plan. Make one awesome video that teaches people, educates them, et cetera, mm. and then put money behind it and let it run every single day. So, like, I give an example. Like, take, like, creators, for example, like a musician. Somebody makes a song, and they're a local artist, and everybody in the community hears it. And so then they move on to the next song, but they forget the rest of the world hasn't heard that song yet. There's still... 7 billion people who need to hear that song just because you're over it, just because the message ain't new to you, doesn't mean it's not new to someone else. I remember that. So to me, I curate my greatest hits, my best speaking gig, my best videos that I make, my best posts that I do, etc. And then I run ads and show it to new people every single day. So while we're here today, I'll spend about ten dollars to $20,000 on ads. I'll reach one to three to five million people. It will sell my... And then after this, I will continue watching the season finale of Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> this, is, this is simultaneous. To me, that makes sense. That fits my lifestyle. And I've tried, like, you know, the last decade, I've tried a lot of times to be like, all right, Billy, you're going to do your content thing. You know what I've learned about myself? I don't like to do the content thing. Mm, okay. And I'm learning to accept that. We wanted to start the conversation. I'm going to turn this over to you. But I really wanted to still what just, like, went down right now. Billy presented what he wanted to talk about in his perspective as a value add. There are some people who know they should be doing something and just won't because they know who they are. So first and foremost, identifying who you are and then building a business around those things yes. and then kind of just being a little irreverent around other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. 100%, okay, Marcus. 100% love that. I've never had anybody in my inner circle say no to me more than Billy G. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Well, see, this is so, what I want this so conversation I, to be about. What did he do? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. So I, what, I, what I'd want people not to miss is the fact that Billy doesn't do anything Billy doesn't want to do. And in mm. fact, the no's are so important, even to people that like love. I love Billy, but I know there's boundaries. And actually what is beautiful about that is like when you're, you're saying no, you're saying yes to something that really matters. And like when we have daughters and we talk yeah. about this quite a bit, we all, we have families. And a lot of times I feel like it's really hard when you're building content and trying to be out there and everywhere to set those boundaries and to say, no, I love this version of Billy because mm. there is a very clear, like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Yeah. And in fact, you, <laughs> you can't say no, unless you know what you want. And I think that that's something I hope people didn't miss is like, if you don't know what you want, it's really, really hard to say no. And that's changed. I appreciate you saying that, but that's changed with the seasons, right? So like I'm 12 years into this digital marketing game. Our ads have been now seen 1.5 billion times to work with some of the largest franchises in the world. I've spoken at the stages, all of the that I wrote down on the list as a kid of like what I wanted to do. Thank God, a lot of support and hard work. I accomplished it. 
So now it's like you have to create a new vision for yourself. And this new vision of myself is Kailani. That's my baby girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brittany, that's, that's wifey. My homies. But before, I was saying yes to everything. Yep. I said, how many audience you got? Oh, you got three people? That's cool. Come on, bring on. Let's go. <laughs> like, you got six? Come on, together, that's nine. If I can do four of these today, I hit 30. You know? And somebody mentioned the other day, they said, like, when you get 30 views on a post, people get demoralized. You want to delete. But if that was 30 people in a room, you feel a different way about it. Right. If it was 30 people in front of you, like, oh, my gosh, everyone's all eyes on me. And so just every human matters, you know. But in the beginning, it's just hustle. Like, in the beginning, it was no sleep. In the beginning, it was, you know, travel here, do this. It was harder to balance time with my baby girl. Like, that was the season. You have to build, right? They have to, you know, treat the soil and, and plant the things before you can just walk out into the garden and just eat tomatoes and apples. <laughs> that big, I don't, I don't garden. Tomatoes and apples, bro. <laughs> Clearly, you <laughs> don't garden. Not a garden. Like, oh, he's like, I know there's work to be done before you do it. And yeah. I just have my chef cook it. But like, whatever. Whoa. <laughs> that, that was, was fun. Like, chef came. <laughs> chef came later. You know, but you, you had to take it in steps. So Jeff's good, by the way. Yeah, she's, she's fire. She's great. She's so really I just tell everybody like, be aware of what season you're in. So you don't ever feel bad for yourself. Okay, so we had the very Instagram version of this conversation. Okay. I liked it. I liked it. But I want to know, what did he say no to? Oh. Like, let's get out of here. Man, that's a good question. Uh, You know what's funny? There's two things. Personal stuff, Billy has rarely said no to. He's always supported me. We support each other. I feel like we always try and and do that. When it comes down to like, hey, I want to bring this business opportunity, Billy would be like, that doesn't fit, right? Mm. And I feel like not, not just doesn't fit, but it's like, Actually, that could be a lot of money for us. This is what trips me out. It's like, this could be big for the money and for maybe Dan, the CEO yeah. of their business. And he's like, but no, nah, man, we're just going to, we're, we're really focused on what we're doing. Like, no, nah, man, it's season premiere of Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> but, but because money, yeah, but yeah. money, because money is not my thing. Yeah, that's like, actually, that's surprising. Okay, but wait, that's, wait, no, wait. Be, yeah. Do you say, as somebody who's rich... Money yeah, doesn't yeah. matter? No, okay, it's so, like, yeah, you know, yeah, that, that came, like, yeah. yeah, you meet rich people like, are you kidding me? Why do you care so much about money? But like, nah, like, first of all, let me be clear. Money's very, I love it. It's great. There's that. But also didn't come that way. Parents, born and raised Southeast San Diego, same here. But both my parents grew up on welfare. Like my mom was one of 13. You know, I feel like everybody has a, a sob story, but to give context, you know, grandfather was murdered, uncle was murdered, uh, drug, sexual abuse, prison. These are normalities in my life. I got lucky because my father got really good at sales. So he was selling cars. So my dad was making six figures and he was the first one in all of the families to do it. And when I said six figures, you make a hundred grand. If people are in poverty, you're rich, right? So later they took us out of a situation, put me in private Catholic school and that allowed me to see all the opportunities. So when I say I'm not a money guy, I'm a super, like I appreciate it and I understand how it can help and serve people. And I think you should all value it. But at this season in my life, if somebody's like, hey, I'll give you a million bucks, but you're going to steal a million minutes from my baby. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It, it just, I know my priorities. You can't put a price on, oh, like, what? I'm going to play Xbox with the homies tonight till three. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need the cash. Yeah. Like, there there was a time that you needed the cash. But I, yeah. what's interesting, though, is like I'll bring Billy's speaking fee is 50 grand just to even turn up mm-hmm. at a 30 minute thing. And and I don't even know if that's true anymore. That used to be what it was. Yeah. But I remember being like, yo, man, there's this thing. And the funniest thing in the world was Billy would be on Xbox and be like, <laughs> 
no. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I would sit there and, and part of me when I was coming up and when I was thinking about that, I would always value that. Be like, man, if you did 10 of these, that's a half a mil mm-hmm. and whatever. And you start doing that math in your head and you can't believe somebody said no. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you talk about what we sacrifice, like I was on the road 400,000 miles a year and I almost literally worked myself out of a great marriage and being a good yeah. dad. And Ooh, say that again. Yeah. Worked myself out of a great marriage. Ooh. Ooh. But, Ooh, I, but isn't that powerful? But isn't that interesting though? Because if you don't have, let me ask you this. Who else helps you say no? Oh, I got gatekeepers like a Really? Yeah, you can't get on me. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, saying, like, do they they know where you want to go and what you want? Oh, yeah, to yeah. The whole team. I mean, Kay and Paul here <laughs> on the side, like Daniel, my CFO, my assistant, Sheila, like literally, I'm just, I'm in a world of no's, my friend. But also I'll, I'll say it to if I know someone, I'm not gonna be rude. Like, I'll just politely say no. I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm good. I really want to know Jasmine's answer to that question too. Who helps you with like because you, you have to also say no to quite a few things, I'm sure. Oh, I'm in a season of yes, brother. <laughs> sure. uh, she's like, sure. give me those $50,000 talks. Yes, I'm happily take your leftovers. I want to be, be like, a sloppy But look, we, we may watch. We come here in six more months, and then it may be opposite. You'll be yeah. like, yo, Billy. Oh, I'm no. And it, it just, it's just coincidence yeah. at this moment. Yeah. That's the season. 100%. She has yeah. to support JD's uh, skincare, yeah, skincare you know, routine, bro. It's wild. It's wild. It's a four-week facial. Softest hands I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, no, okay. no uh, here's the thing. Like, if I was the farmer, I feel like I'm planting a whole new orchard right yes. now. And I really want to, like, hold space. Marcus had said I almost worked my way out from the thing that I very wanted. And so mm. what I would say is that we have a conversation at the top of every year, and it's like, what what do we want? Yeah, And then, I like, what that. are the parameters within those things? And so, yeah, like, I'm hitting it hard, and I'm saying more yes than I am, but I got a partner who co-signed on the yes. And I got oh. a baby girl who's young enough to co-sign on the yes. And so mm. as long as the yes we get to do together... We're all in. Mm, that's so cool. that's where we're at oh, right now. Cool. But yeah, I like that. Yes, you get to do together. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. Well, hold on. What you just said is exactly how I run my business. So take this. This is great, right? Because we have obviously a dope set of it, by the way. But yes, I bring Kay and Paul here to film too. Because to me, I want leverage. Absolutely. And leverage is this. Absolutely. Is, hey, Cheers. we're going to... We're gonna, we're yeah, what is happening right now? Because look, like, this is dope. And this is going to go out to your audience and amazing. But I'm like, awesome. Well, now let's run an ad, target the entire world. I want this plane in Brazil. I want this plane in Spain. I want this plane in... We'll, well share shout it out to Mexico and Puerto Rico, okay? Because hey. we're currently... <laughs> the man's there. I want to be there in Latin America, okay, papi? Let's go. And that's funny. So the conversation I've just been having this last week with Dan, our uh, CEO, is... Is, all right, we're going to bite the bullet and are we going to get these translated into Portuguese and Spanish? And it, it's an investment. But again, just to make this live because everyone's going to experience this awesome content, but it's like, let's amplify it. Let's throw yes. gas. So every single time I'm not running ads to something, I think I'm like, you know, using 10% of it as opposed to 100. So you just mentioned something about that. I'm actually just curious, genuinely, I don't know the answer yeah. to this, but you're big in Brazil. Yeah. How, why? Ad ad inventory is probably cheap there. I know. <laughs> like we we we. You know what's funny? I, I don't know, especially because most people there don't speak English. Yeah. Right. But the ones that do. So, digital marketing is a global thing, yes, right? Like no matter where you are, like people want to know digital marketing. And so, after twelve years of putting out content in space, I think it just kind of happened. And so yeah, I spoke in Brazil, which was. Amazing. That felt like a pinch myself moment when we're in Brazil and someone's like, oh, Billie Jean, I've been following you for six years. I started my agency here. And I'm like, across the globe. And that's what I meant is like, 
those 30 views, when you post something, you don't know if that's the kid in Brazil who's that's about right. to blow up. You just don't know and never take that for granted. So it's honestly, it's humbling. It's very yeah. humbling. It's weird. Do you talk about like, so people are listening and they hear this and they're like, I'm more in alignment to how he wants to live his life. Like he or she is in the farming mm. season of no, yes. in harvest. They're in the harvest season. Mm. So What's like tactical stuff? Like somebody who's listening and they yeah. might not have a CEO and they might not have this massive team and they might not travel with their own video crew. Like what is something that somebody can do now? Great They're question. like, there's a pop-off piece of content. Yeah. Okay, Billie Jean, what do I do now? So first step is what is that pop-off piece of content? And usually it could be an interview, a content. Like actually let me I'll kind of go real tactical for a second, take a step back. So my best performing ad right now is a Facebook ad that's in the newsfeed. And fun fact, it's one hour and 42 minutes. So when I text you about, when I said, yo, I don't usually listen to your talks, not offensive at all. But, <laughs> but, but I sat yeah. and watched this one and sat through it. And I was like, yo, that made me actually sit there and, and listen to this. It was an hour, an hour. An hour and 42 yeah. minutes. You're he welcome. You're welcome. I had uh, stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so one, first thing with advertisements is, Sometimes when you post, a lot of people believe that it has to be like a 15-second punchy thing. No. Essentially, with Facebook and YouTube, you can run modern-day infomercials is essentially what they are. Mm. Now, infomercials are kind of cheesy. It's like, buy this water glass now for $19.99. If you call right now, I'll throw in a second water and da-da-da-da-da. Like, it's none of that. It's just, I, I just educating people, right, and teaching them. So... Starting off by literally creating your perfect talk. Everything you want to say, you can literally go to, look at the local colleges. There's always almost a, a media department. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the interns in there are looking to actually have hands-on project to build their resume. Mm -hmm. So if you just go online and find out who the director of media is or who's teaching this, and you send them an email, hey, I have a business owner. I'm looking for a student to do X, Y, and Z. Can they get credits in exchange for this? You can get somebody for free. I'm giving this because you don't have to pay for this stuff, right? So there's a lot of people who are coming into this industry that, boom, they'll come and film. And then the other thing that I will tell you is if you think about the biggest movies in the world, right, Avatar, et cetera, every word is planned, every scene, Ooh. the actors, it, it's, good? it's, it's good. planned to the minute. So if you're going to make something that you can eat off of for many years to come, I've had as I made literally six years ago, I still run today. If you're going to have an asset, wouldn't you put everything into it? This is not something contrary. And you can. There's a style of content where you can just wing it. Don't wing this. This is your masterclass. This is your shot to the world. So my videos, they feel natural when people see them. Mm -hmm. And they go, God, this guy can just get on camera. Script. No, I've just been writing for 12 years. I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Very rehearsed. Yeah. Right? So literally, that's the next step is write out every freaking word that you're going to say. Then when you're filming... To make it look fancy, if you don't have like three cameras or whatever, use two cell phones, you and your significant other, who else is in the house, and have them filming at the same time. One is a tight shot, see how you're like all up in my face here, and then one is a wide shot, we can see all of us, hello, right? And then you have them recording at the same time. Then you can go to Upwork.com or Fiverr.com, and then you can upload your video footage and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody to edit this together and make it look really professional. Find a link to a video that you really enjoyed and you thought it, the production value looked sick, maybe like this one. Send it to them and say, make it look just like this. So you don't even have to speak tech or media to deliver. Just say, this is what I want the end result to look like. Can you do this? You'll probably get the whole thing done for somewhere between 25 to 50 bucks. Once you do that, you will go into Facebook's ads manager. 
If you don't know how to do that, go to Google and say how to run a Facebook ad. They'll explain it in like five minutes. There's this thing called Facebook Blueprint. It's from Facebook. It's free. Go on Facebook's Blueprint and then spend $10 a day running the ad to whoever you think is most likely to buy and buy in. And stereotype. You can go to men, women yeah. with this age yeah. who graduated from this yeah. university, who have an interest, if you're talking to entrepreneurs, who have an interest in Shark Tank, who read Robert Kiyosaki, et cetera, that follow Jasmine. And like, you could do all of these things on a couple of a click of the buttons without being techie at all. Then, if you do not know what to say in your advertisement, ask ChatGPT. ChatGPT is free. And put in ad. this prompt, how to write a Facebook ad to get people to sign up for a phone call, whatever, put in anything, talk to it like it's an assistant and it'll write the whole ad for you. So you can do all of this today to start selling. For like, I don't know if that was $50. too much. Yeah. For like $10, it doesn't have to be crazy expensive or nothing. No, but that's a really so. good shout for people that are sitting here going like, I just can't do it. Look at them. Yeah, yeah I might not have three cameras, but it's complicated. What I just heard, even though you are literally talking yourself into a sweat, because I was, <laughs> is that, yeah, is that it, yeah. but it sounded, it's, oh, we do, okay. Um, so. But but isn't that interesting, though, how streamlined that actually was? Because if we went back and we just did the bullet points right there, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah. pretty on par with being like step one through five. Because yeah. see, here I am, I think of like immediately what he just did. And I think of that is a clip that you could absolutely run on Meta. And then I think that if you were to clip out each one of the four to five steps that you just listed, that is a 15 second reel. Yeah, like, 100%. you know, I mean, like, I just think in those contexts for this long form, one hour and 46 minutes yeah. video in the beginning, were you really specific around like your hook? What do the graphics yeah, look a, like? Can you describe point. like, how are you going to like hook? Yeah. So, cause she's right. You know, usually when you're creating content, that first thing out of your mouth is going to decide if someone sticks or not. Yeah. But don't forget, there's what you say, and then there's what's being said based off of the environment. So the first shot that you see is somebody's on stage being introduced, and there's like a standing ovation for somebody coming up. So we're trained when you see that situation and think, oh, something important is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Something announcement is supposed to happen, right? And then from practice, from speaking for 10 years, you know, I start usually talks off with jokes and get people smiling, et cetera. And it's funny how everything that you do in person kind of translates online, right? It's kind of the same thing. And so there was no crazy hook. And I didn't plan to put it directly in the newsfeed, but just tested it and it worked out that way. But a big part of compensating if you don't have a good hook, and this is why I like Facebook ads in particular, <clears throat> is you get text with it. So the text is my hook since I'm not saying anything. And I believe the hook is like, you know, 13 tools to make more money with artificial intelligence and less time explained in one hour and 42 minutes. Enjoy. I hope you like it. If you do, buy my... Like by, I feel like that's your tagline it now. Is. And it actually is. But again, authenticity counts. Yeah. Because anybody else who says that is an absolute... <laughs> yeah, it just absolutely doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the one thing I was going to say about this, and this is so important, we actually argue about this. So I, I've been on... this. Is, just a, for a context point, not me dropping like, hey, you know, the food in the Harvard cafeteria was really bad. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so I, I wanted to share that. It's not I, easy I've being an intellect, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I've been on the advisory board at LinkedIn for a while, and we constantly argue about the length of content. And I used to, I will always plant my flag in the ground and tell them, they're like, no, it needs to be like eight, eight minutes, consumable mm. content. And people don't learn that way. And I went, okay. I was like, have you ever sat through a really long movie? Yeah, exactly. Like content, it's good or bad. 
and people are going to yeah. be invested in it or not. And I've sat through six hours of binging on Netflix to watch a show to catch up to be able to talk about it with my friends. So I know, <laughs> I know for a fact that content matters to the person who's consuming it, but also like good content rises to the top. Another way of saying that? Yeah. Boring will put you out of business. Boring will put you out of business. Yeah, that's what people have to realize. We live in a day and age where boring will put you out of business. It's not, is this content too long? Is this content too short? No, is it too boring? Ooh. That's a good one. That's the only, that's the only metric. What's boring, by the way? And, 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 okay, so what's boring? And then how, if somebody actually has enough self-awareness to be like, maybe Mm. I'm not boring, I know I'm not interesting. Like, Mm. what are those two? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm lame, bro. Yeah, no, that's good. No, I hear that all the time. No, it's good, it's good. People are not like, I hate myself, but they're just like, I just don't know how to be more interesting on camera. (laughs) That's that's a really good, that's really good. So the boring test is very simple. You know, gives, make something and then give it to somebody and see how long before they either check their other phone or they look <laughs> to the left or to the right or before they just stop. Like, boring is when you fall asleep, is when you no longer watch. Like, that's that's the metric. Yeah, like, the it was boring because people yeah. watch entertaining, yeah. like, right? But how to be interesting or how to create interesting content if you feel like you don't have a dynamic personality. And by the way, you don't need one. So a couple of things is take out a blank piece of paper and draw a giant capitalized T. Okay. And then on the left-hand side, I want you to write problem. And then on the right-hand side, I want you to write solution. Okay. And then I want you to think of your ideal customer, the person who you would like to buy from you. And I want you to write out every problem that they are going through in their blank, right? So if you're helping someone start a business, you know, getting customers, da-da-da, you know, their logo design, their website, hiring people, da-da-da-da, and be as specific as you can. And then literally answer those questions and that is your content 30 problems it's 30 different videos and then if you're unsure of what your person's going through you can survey but that takes a long time i have a better tool for you it's called answerthepublic.com it's answer to the public or answer the my buddy neil patel you guys know neil neil patel is the creator of it but it's freaking amazing it's probably my favorite online tool mm-hmm. so you can go in there and there's a search bar it looks like google and you can type in any subject that you can think of <laughs> and it will tell you every single question that is being asked and searched for around that topic according to Google. So if you put like, you know, water, it will show you a wheel and it will show you every question someone's asking about water. Where is it from? How long it's made? Can it stay cold? Da, 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 da. So literally you take all of those questions and they're color coordinated by volume. So the more somebody asks, oh, the darker it is. So you literally just make your content based on what people are saying. Yeah. So it's not that, you know, you need to be interesting. Your answer is going to be interesting because they've been wanting to know. Yes. Like when you go to the doctor's office, That's you don't so go, good. that wasn't charismatic. I'm out. <laughs> you're like, you're like, my knee hurts and I need to get it fixed right now. Yeah. So what's the deal? You yeah. know? So, yeah. This is so good. And I feel like what I get all the time, I feel like I have a filter or something because I hear what you're saying, but in my mind, it is the value is in the intersection of where people are looking to solve a problem and you're the, you can insert yourself into the solution. Yeah. Right? And so I like the idea of thinking like, how do we get into the Google searches of our ideal avatars and yeah. be the person that can not only have the answer, but get them there as fast as possible. That's kind of where the value is. So also too, this is how for everybody, how you build and manufacture fame is exactly that. You insert yourself into those answers and now you're famous. Fame is fake. Like same fame is purchase. So like, can I tangent for a second? Please. Please. Yeah. So like, if you want to build a personal brand and like, again, I say this being on the other side of all this, so I kind of have maybe a little jaded lens, but I can kind of break down the whole formula. So 
Fame, in short, is just being well-known, right? There's yeah. something crazy there is yeah. being well-known. For anything. You can be famous for anything, just being well-known. <laughs> so how are you known? It's very simple. You were seen. Now, who dictates that? Historically, it has been anybody with money. Because to show TV ads, billboard ads, television ads, print ads, those are kind of categories of how fame has been created. It's been deep pockets. And so, for example, you know, you take the artist of, oh, let's just take like, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, right? Shout out to Kobe. But Kobe became one of the most famous people on the planet because think about how many basketball games played. If he has a career of 20 games, there's what, uh, 80 games in a season, whatever. Yeah. But how much money do you think goes into advertising those games, each one? Uh, it must be. No. Let's just say a million dollars. Let's yeah. just say a $5 million advertising budget for the game. I'm exaggerating. Let's just say a million for the haters. A million dollars gets put into the advertising that game. And now he's the focal point and he's the main storyline of 82 games. So that's $82 million that are allocated to talking about Kobe Bryant. Now that's just 82 in one year and he does it for 20. Okay. So he's got a billion dollars in ads. But then in addition to that, you also have Nike who comes in and sponsors him. He's the focal point. Now they're spending stupid money on theirs, billion dollars in ads, et cetera. And he is the main guy. So he is the recipient of all of the media talking about him. And now he is famous, right? And he is one of the most famous person in the world. It's directly math. It's how much money was allocated towards you. And people say, well, like, can you be, you know, famous without paying for it? Money is always spent. It's just about who's paying the bill. Mm. So Kobe is famous as a result of the NBA and Nike fronting a big part of that bill and everything else that he's done. You know, the Kardashians are famous as a result of E and Ryan Seacrest, whoever put the show together, and receiving all of those advertising dollars. But then the kicker comes along and social media comes. And the difference is, is they're giving away free advertising, but they're not making you pay for it, right? But they still own you. If Instagram cuts you off, like it's, it's their dollars, the fame. So they get in Instagram early. And so Instagram plus E is promoting them. They consistently put out content. Now they're the most famous people in the world. You take The Rock. Think about every movie he's been in. Makes him more famous, et cetera. So now it gets turned over to us. Where now you can go and spend $10. Let's say I'm a real estate agent, for example. If I'm a real estate agent right now, I'm going to run $10 a day to downtown San Diego specifically on YouTube and then Facebook. And every single day somebody pulls out their cell phone, they're going to see my face. If I consistently do that for a year, I will be the most famous agent in that area. And now I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. And then the way that you position your brand is you just design the whole thing. So for example, you know, kind of give you guys some tactical categories. So take like awards, publications. Let's just start there. So if I'm a gardener and I want to be famous, I'm going to apply for every gardener award thing that there is. Because by the way, to win an award, most of the time you just have to apply. Not that many people apply. It's not as cool as you think. So then you go and apply and you get these awards. And then I'm going to spend $10 a day in that area to talk show about, to show how good my award is. <laughs> and then I'm going to find out who the other biggest gardeners are in the space. All right. Marcus and Jasmine, they garden too. Okay, cool. I'm going to meet them, connect with them, pay to go to the workshops, get some pictures with them. And then I'm going to spend another $10 on YouTube showing you who I'm hanging out with. So you saw my awards, you saw who I was hanging out with. And now I'm going to solve like 30 problems based on answerthepublic.com. So I spend another $10 there. This knows everything. He knows everybody and he's getting awarded for it. Am I not famous? 
Did I not just print my own fame for $30 a day? That's the game. That's how I built my brand. As far as digital marketers, and I say this with humility, I don't think there's a more well-known digital marketer on the planet because I bought it. Been buying it for 12 years. Yeah. Do you ever feel like also when people have, I can spend a lot of money and if I can't shoot a jump shot, I think that nobody's going to want to spend money on me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, yes and no. I think when you have the talent, that's what amplifies it. Yeah. But let's be real. How many famous people without talent do we know? A lot. A lot. <laughs> we, we live in a world where it's not the best who wins. It's the best known. Play the f- game. It's what it is. It's not the best who wins. The best part. The Snuggie. Everybody remember the Snuggie with the blanket? That was like the fourth attempt before popular. But when people see it, they go, blanket with arms. Now they're rich. No. A lot of people tried it before. They didn't understand the marketing aspect. Snuggie did. They win. You know, so. Can we we go back? How does the gardener get other media to pay for his fame? Ooh. Now, that's a great question. She does this for a living. You know, I am that's, a, a podcast host. Good. Guys, I mean, just, She's really good. good. I don't know if you know that. So. so, yeah, and that's, first of all, it's hard to do. There's one. But secondly, there's a couple answers to that. I mean, one, part of it is being that good. Okay. Right? So, so this take, is where talent This is where Sorry, talent no comes. going to pay for your fame, baby. Because, <laughs> because, yeah, Kobe, like, if he wasn't winning... Yeah. The dollars would not have went as far. Exactly. Correct. So, yeah, the, yeah. the combination. So, that is how you get attention. You actually have to be that good. And this is where the disconnect is. Because people will see something like this. They get motivated. I'm going to create content. You do it for two months. Yeah. Mastery right. takes 15 years. Preach. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's you true. never know. It's Kobe's story, right? He's yeah. playing, like, in France and, like, LA and putting yeah. in hours for 18 years before he's that guy. So, you know, I think what's wrong <laughs> with the industry now is because you can see so much online and you see people winning, et cetera, you think it happens fast. But all success is slow. I mean, it, it's all the same pace as the doctor, right? Doctor goes uh, to school for undergrad four years and then master's fellowship, et cetera, $350,000 in debt. Same process. $350,000 in debt 15 years later. And they don't actually start becoming successful until they catch fuck, them. Yeah, two yeah. decades later when yeah. your debt's gone. Yeah. And so why do entrepreneurs think you can buy some for two weeks and then ball out on the same level as the doctor? It's just arrogance and ignorance. It's a combination of the two. But once you humble yourself and you say, you know what? I have work to do. And you understand the season you're in. I'm in the season. But this is not like your three-month season like we're used to. This is like mm-hmm. your season might be three years, four years, five years, six years. It's why successful people's story is always so interesting and inspiring. It's because it sucked at the beginning. And every great story has a part where the main character eats. That's what makes the story magic is they have to eat. You ain't never seen an entrepreneur story. They just kept winning. They just yeah. were bored and winning. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. So, yeah. 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 Well, real quick, 95% of businesses fail. And I always sit around and that number, it kills me because it's not people. Like, I've never had anybody come up and be like, you know what? I would have made it if I just had more content. You know, <laughs> like that's never been the, or like, Hey, I would have made it. If I, I think the 95% of people fail because they stop. Yeah. Right. So to your point about people giving up two weeks in or whatever, I think the majority of people listening to the show, you might fail if you just quit. Right. Mm, but I, I want to ask quit. you this segue. Cause I know this is important to you. You have 175,000 students worldwide. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I know the actual flex reason- you just threw out there for me. Appreciate <laughs> it. You know I mean, I don't know saying. if you guys know about the food in the Harvard cafeteria, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I do, I do, I do think, I do think that it's so important because no, 95% of people don't fail because of some of these things, but they do fail when they're by themselves and isolated alone. 
Mm. And both of you guys have built incredible communities. And I feel like it would be a sin not to be able to talk about that. 175,000 students, 70 plus countries, like I agree. super important. Now I want to pause. Yeah. You have been on so many podcasts and normally, <laughs> normally they start with, tell me who you are, tell me your yeah. origin story and what it is you do. And the thing that I have just noticed is it becomes so rote. And what I wanted to do is add so much value on the front mm. end and be like, he's done the work, there's street cred. Now I really want to know like, who are you and what do you do uh-huh. and how do you serve? I'm a kid who saw two worlds. I have two tattoos. One says perspective and one says vision. They're both on my wrist here. I'm a kid who saw at an early age the wealthiest people in the world mm-hmm. and the poorest simultaneously, or at least poorest in our country, in the United States. And I've been obsessed with bridging the gap. What's the difference? And one of my coaches, Shao Jim Bunch, He said something really powerful, and it stuck with me, and it's made so much sense. And this is kind of a philosophy I have in life. He said, no man or woman is greater than their environment. And it took a while to sink in, but I believe in it. Because I would look at the kids at the University of San Diego, which is where I attended, also named University of Spoiled Daughters. (laughs) <laughs> it's like that, you know, wow. it's like, it's like ball, balling and bougie and it 50 Gs a year, you know, yeah, like it's, it's that, it's that place. But when I look at that and I go, man, like some of these kids, like you go to the houses, just mm-hmm. craziest things I've seen. And then I've seen, you know, violence and poverty. I'm like, what makes these people different than these people? Ooh. It's the environment. And I don't just mean physically where you're at. I mean, what's going in here? You know, your parents yelling at you all the time and telling you X, Y, and Z, that's your environment. Instead of listening to a podcast where you're listening to, you know, this type of music that got you feeling the type of way, you know, your true environment, physically where you're at. And I noticed that anyone's story, when they come from rags to riches, because some people say, well, that doesn't matter. You can still win. Yes, you can, but it's because there was an environment change. And Mm. maybe the environment was your friends. Maybe it was a mentor or somebody you met in your life. But no change just happens. It was always an environment shift. Was it the person, place, or thing? We don't know. We have to dive into that. But I'm fascinated with that. So to me, digital marketing comes out, and I realize, oh, I can plug into somebody's environment who may not be in a healthy one. I can put out a course, give somebody some game, and if they have a laptop and a phone, they can make $10,000 a month, pull themselves out of that environment physically, move to a new place, bring other people with them. Oh, that's what I'm put on this earth to do. I'm really good with video and storytelling, et cetera. I'm like, that's my jam. That's Mm -hmm. how I can help people is I can give them a new environment here. And if I can teach people a skill, because that's really the, the key to making money, is a skill you have something worthwhile to trade, right? Money's just a trade. I'll give you X amount of money. I'll trade you for this. Like people say, I want a million dollars. What could you trade for it? If you can think of in terms of that, you can make money. So when I teach people how to do marketing, which essentially is bringing customers to businesses and no businesses survives without it, now I've given them an in-demand skill. And if you have an in-demand skill, you can charge more money. Cleaning services typically don't make, well, the person doing the clean doesn't make a lot of money because there's a lot of people who have that skill. The more unique your skill, the more in demand your skill, the more money that you can pull in. So when I come in, when my company comes in, when our team comes in, we make content to educate people to upload their skill level so they can make more money so they can change their environment. That's the whole model. Mm. (laughs) Where do they go? Like they say, okay, I want to learn more. Where do they go? So, I mean... 
trybillysplan.com or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure we have some domains. Some, but we have our courses. So I, I started creating courses to, to show people. And shout out Frank Kern. But he said something a long time ago. And it, it was one of those things that just stuck with me. And he just said, like, you want people to love you more, et cetera. Just give them your best for free. And uh, so two things happened. I started putting out, like, gangster content right in the news feed. And it started to help people. And then I put it in courses for that and started to help people. When I came into the game, I, I sold things and they were very expensive. They were like, well, you know, this is like 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 5,000, et cetera. Because I heard, you know, coaches say, you got to charge high ticket. And then I went to Fiji with Tony Robbins and my buddy Dean Graziosi. And Russell was there and Lewis was there. And a couple so you other changed people. your environment? I changed my environment. Mm-hmm. And so we were all hanging out. And... I'll never forget, like, Tony said something that really stuck with me. And he said, I have an intimate relationship with millions of people. I was like, that's kind of weird. What do you mean by that? But think about the content that Tony's put out. You know, he put out a piece of content, and then it saves somebody's marriage. He puts out a piece of content, and then it stops them from going bankrupt or gets them to start one of the most successful companies in the world or stops them from committing suicide. This is the kind of content he was putting out. And I was like... That's how you make real impact. So if I'm putting everything behind a $1,000 price point mm. and most people can't reach it, how can you really help anybody? You, you, like, that doesn't make no sense. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to combine, kind of put my best shit out. I'm going to do it for free. And then I'm going to try some for cheap. So I did something crazy. My buddy Hector, who's our CMO now, we were talking and we just got, I just got back from Fiji and I'm in this mindset. And he's like you know, what would happen if, like, we sold one of our courses for 30 bucks? I said, like, why are you trying to bankrupt this? <laughs> you know, the first, the first thoughts, the fear, anxiety comes in. And I, you know, the, the time in Fiji kind of kicked in my head. I said, okay, you know, we're not going to just do one course for 31 bucks. I want to do everything we've ever created in the last decade for 31 bucks. And we have, I mean, probably six, like, I, I can't, like, with so much content, I can't imagine. And I just said, we're going to put it all in one thing, all together, and we're going to sell it for 31 bucks. And let's just see what kind of impact it has. Genuinely, when we did it, I thought we'd make like, I don't know, like 100 grand or something. And like, that's not to be taken lightly, but like, that don't cover my bills. So I was like, <laughs> 100 grand, like whatever. And then we put it out there. And the next thing you know, we did $2 million that month. And it was a lesson to me. It was so biblical, you know, like I went to private Catholic school my whole life. So, you know, we put that out and it's just like, you know, the more people that you help, the more it comes back, you know, to you. And it was that moment. It was like, we put it out, have thousands of people buying. We make 2 million bucks that month, like almost all profit. It was a killer month. And we helped the most amount of people, the testimonials, like because of, this is good for any course creators. Be careful about making claims and because the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, will smack you and put you out of business. So I don't actually use almost any testimonials in our marketing, but don't get it twisted. I have more video testimonials than probably anybody on the planet for our products or services, period. And a lot of them come mm. from that low ticket, putting it out there to the world. And the that we hear and the stories that we hear it's just life-changing. And it's so cool to know that while we're winning and the team is eating and everybody's good, everybody else is winning too. And so I just felt this synergy and this piece of like, you know, we're doing good for the world. And mind you, we still have our high-ticket things. It's like, yo, here's our 31 buck thing. Come in. And then, of course, when we do the $31 thing, how many more high-tickets did we sell? Because sometimes the value is created after the experience. 
So, you know, you go on an advertisement and or social media, and you're talking about how great you are, but nobody's experienced it. The $31 thing allowed me to let lots of people have experience, 175,000 people now, you know, and prices have uh, ranged. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it just all happened, and, and now we're kind of in this flow state, as we say. Yeah. Flow state anchored by tennis and too hot to handle. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't think of a better way to kind of book in the conversation between perspective and vision. Yeah. And I think that those are the two biggest takeaways for me and mm. also changing my environment to get a different result mm. and um, thinking about the purpose and impact that I'm having. And so for people who are watching, I feel like I can confidently say thank you for breaking it down. There was like three huge anchor pieces that people can take action on, at least one of them today. For people who want to go deeper with you, how are they going to connect with you? I know um, you may, I know, I know you probably won't respond to the comments, <laughs> but- There will be zero interaction. Uh, yeah, like, so we won't um, be able to attack you so people know about your impact. I would say the best way to connect with me is to buy our- <laughs> um, like that's it like come into our studio we have a dope studio in san diego but yeah, i mean cool. honestly like I, I think what we'll do is i mean in the spirit of giving if you guys want everything we've ever created in the last decade i'll just give it to you so we'll put like a link in here sounds good and uh, we'll just good. hook everybody up thank you and yeah and then just buy the upsell on the back end we're fine <laughs> uh, can, I, can i give one flowers like for a friend right yeah, thanks, for, thanks for coming up and do this everybody who doesn't understand yeah. like this is a lot of coordination you know driving all the way up like putting everything into the calendars. Everybody here is incredibly Yeah, that busy. hour and a half in a sprinter was rough. That was really rough, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. But I just want to say, in all seriousness, you know, I really appreciate you. And I always have. Well, that means a lot. And, you know. Uh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. And for all the no's uh, that you give that I got a yes, I mean, let's go. Let's <laughs> well, go. I, let me, I, let, yes. I, wanna, I do want to explain why. So first of all, thank you guys for having me, right? Too bad that I respect and admire. So let's just start there. And been following both of your careers now for years. So it was a no-brainer just out of, I love to learn. I'm a student before I'm a teacher. So I like learning from both of you. So I'm going to start there. And then secondly, you can tell a lot from interactions that you have with people. And so, Jazz, we haven't spent a lot of time together, but the time that we did, it was memorable. You made an impact. And I just left with the feeling, because you don't remember everything that happens in a conversation with the defender. Like, man, I with her. That was my quote. It was like, like she was cool. Like of all the people you meet, you know, I, you have to yeah. come back and do something. It just means we have to come back. It means we have to go and carry this conversation. Love for those it. of you who are listening and watching the Jasmine Star Show, shout out Billy Jean, Appreciate co-host you. Marcus, hey. a player Murphy. It, um, I'm just gonna keep on saying that. It's like a, a typical, player Murphy. I just I thought, gonna love that. I good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. It is an honor and it is a privilege. If this has served you in any which way or form, please connect with Billy Jean. Let him know, or somebody on his team will read it and yeah. connect. Slide, with you. slide in my DMs and I'll, I'll read them and I'll feel good. Thank you so much. And I'll, I'll double tap. <laughs> thank you. Y'all, thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day.